Hello, hello, hello. So, welcome to the first podcast I'm doing on my own. So, basically, what I'm going to do is, from now on, is I'm going to do one guest-based podcast every other week, if that makes sense. So, you'll have heard last week's podcast with me and Luke, and then you'll be hearing this one, and then next week you'll be hearing another guest-based podcast. The reason being is because, basically, on YouTube... I'm posting a vlog a week, a vlog one week, and then a podcast with a guest the other week. So that's like visual. And then I want to keep the podcast consistent. So this isn't going to be like clusters chats, maybe not. This might just be something else. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it. But yeah, so we'll have a Adam only podcast every other week to keep it consistent. It's a bit more intimate, a bit more exclusive. And we'll just go through various things like what I've been posting on YouTube, what's been going out on my weekly email, what kind of TikToks I've been posting and just, yeah, a bit of just general discussion really. So I hope you like this more intimate kind of shorter form podcast. I'm quite excited to do them. We'll go with half an hour, should we say, rough, roughly, and we'll just uh, have a chat see what the crack is. And yeah, so... I mean, in the last week or so, I've been back in England. I've been busy, busy with work, which is good. The main thing at the moment now with me is keeping busy out of trouble, which is um, good. Been traveling to uh, London for a new client doing videos down there, which is really, really exciting. Getting more and more clients up in Cumbria as well. So yeah, it's, it's a really, really exciting time. 2021 has been good, but I'm extremely, extremely excited for 2022. The main thing that's happened, I'd probably say, that you lot will probably care about will be releasing my first ever YouTube video. So this is a long time coming. So the thought process behind this was it originally planned to go traveling probably November, 2020, me and friend Luke, you'd have heard on the last podcast. Um, we we're just saying, Oh, we need to get away ASAP, that kind of thing. So we planned to go away in April, 2021. And then we never, um, until September because of COVID, um, caps and everything. So I thought, why not just vlog my experience going away, give you a bit of insight into what I've been up to and that kind of thing. So we started, well, I started videoing in September. So <laughs> bearing in mind, the first video was posted on the 5th of December. So I was recording loads and loads of content and just either couldn't be bothered or didn't want to allocate time to, to basically editing it. So we posted the first video. There's going to be three Croatia specific videos. The first one that I posted the other day was mainly just about getting there because originally I'd planned to go at the start of September, but I'd signed a new marketing client. So I didn't want to risk going away and then not being able to come back or getting COVID because it was going to be like a 12 month contract. So I ended up going through halfway through September, which is cool. So it was so like nice, hot and sunny and yeah, so the main main thing was I'd never been to Split. I've been to Croatia a couple of times before to a festival called Hideout, which is like a slightly different place. And I thought I was doing the clever thing of booking an Airbnb slightly outside the centre of Split to save a bit of money. But that kind of backfired because the place we were staying, yes, it was quite cheap, but you had to get like a 40 minute bus or a 20 minute taxi into the centre of Split because the place we were staying was absolutely nothing to do basically so i fucked up there so recommendation to everyone is in future if you're ever booking an airbnb for example like i was doing spend a bit more book in the center because you'll save so much more money on like travel and transport and that kind of thing so 
Yeah. So I posted that video the other day. It went really, really well. It actually managed to get on to the Google recommended. So like it shows videos to use your home screen or like up next, which is quite cool. So like more than half of the views were from that. So that was um, exciting. But I think, I think the main thing from the video that I'd want to talk about now would be like, if you haven't watched it already, go and watch it on YouTube, Alan Roberts, um, Exploring Spirit Croatia and DMing Girls on Insta. So when, when you go out on a night out, right, because I'm so out of the loop, because before COVID, I was obviously drinking, I was drinking alcohol. And then during COVID, I decided to stop so I could focus on like work and stuff. So when I went to Croatia, that was the first time I've been to like a nightclub in a year and a bit or whatever it was. And bearing in mind, I hadn't been... I, when I was in the nightclubs, whenever that time was, I was drinking and drunk. And obviously when you're, you're drunk, you have automatically have more confidence. Well, most people do. So going into a nightclub sober was a bit like, well, not intimidating, but a bit like a new experience. You know what I mean? So you have to, it's like you have to learn a new skill, don't you? You have to t- talk to girls who are drunk without being weird and trying to like be on their level at the same time and I thought oh everyone's going to think I'm weird because uh, I'm not drinking blah 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 but quite to be fair I was actually taken aback like a lot of people like respected it and found it like quite intriguing which was nice because obviously it's quite different but don't go into too much about that being sober and stuff that will say up for another time so if you meet someone on a night out this can be boy or girl and you're you obviously like find them attractive or whatever you get on with them and then what would be the, your first like way to get their contact details? Would you, one, like ask for Instagram, two, ask for number, three, ask for their Snapchat. <laughs> Personally, if someone asked for my Snapchat, I would say, well, I don't have Snapchat because I deleted it, but I'd be like, no way, massive red flag, ignore them, never talk to them again. But what, what would be your like method of getting the contact details so you can follow them up technically? Sounds very formal, but it's not. So personally, I'd do Instagram because if you, if you do phone number, like it's a number, isn't it? And you can't really like warm up the lead, should we say. Whereas if you do Instagram, follow Instagram, you they can like see your profile, see your pictures, what you're kind of about. You can kind of get like a personality from that, especially if you like posting stories and stuff. That's quite cool. So then... That's what I'd do. So what would you do? Would you ask for their Bebo account or MSN or Instagram like me? And then obviously you talk to them, whatever, fall in love, all that kind of good stuff, catch feelings and that. The morning after, this is, this is, this is my main question in the video. How, how do you follow them up? So if you like them, whatever, say you follow them on Insta, this is always a tricky one as well. If like you say, what's your Instagram, put it in your phone and then they put it in, you follow them, and then they don't follow you back. Either they don't want to follow you back because they want to keep the ratio up, or they don't find you attractive. So really, what you want to do is, in my experience, you want to try and get on their phone, follow yourself on theirs, and then follow them back in the morning, and then like message them. But what do you message them? That is a question. That's what I'm not sure about. I feel like so many options, isn't there? You could go straight in, slide into the DMs, but you could like a few pictures before. So like your name pops up, a couple of old pictures, see that you're interested, you've been doing a bit of research, been doing a bit of digging. Do you look at one of the stories, reply to the stories, but what do you reply to the stories? Do you like do one of them emojis that comes up? Or do you like reply, try and be funny, ask like a question or something or what? 
it's a difficult one. It's a very, very difficult one because I feel like these days there's a lot of competition in those girls' DMs. So it's how to stand out from the crowd and how how are you able to do so. So anyone, please let me know because I need some help. But what I think Luke did in the in the video that we discussed was he liked a couple of pictures on the night, like a couple of all the pictures, and then eventually he replied to the story because she posted a new picture in the morning. Didn't like that, I don't think, and replied to the story. She doesn't seem too keen, dear. But it's, it's a funny world these days, isn't it? Because, like, if you... Especially, I feel like, for a boy following a girl, because girls have loads of followers um, and loads of boys messaging them, liking the pictures, commenting, that kind of thing. So how do you stand out? Because um, I feel like if you follow a girl and they don't follow you back, then you've got absolutely no chance. Because if you try and message them, it goes in the message request. So unless you've got a good profile and they come and have a look and think, oh, who's this guy? And they follow you back. Then really, we're fucked, aren't we? So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who I'd, uh, yeah there's, there's not much hope to be fair because in the digital world because for me I don't have a workplace or really meet that many people these days because I work with my laptop and work myself so I don't interact with that many people I don't really go out to clubs and stuff so yeah DMing girls is a difficult one but I think like you say if you're going out getting the Instagram getting the details following up with a cheeky um a cheeky couple of likes on the pictures make sure it's cheeky as well and then replying to the story with something not generic because like say if i get messages of girls and it's just like an emoji or just like hot or you're fit just like what are you meant to reply to that so from my experience of people messaging me it needs to be like something relatable so if you can message me about something about football when i'm posting about football you're in i will talk to you about football all day or if it's something, I don't know, me launching the podcast or launching the YouTube video or something I'm actually interested in, I'd be more likely to reply. So I feel like there's less competition in my DMs than there would be in a girl's DMs. So it's about finding the ones that are under the radar, which is difficult. Like the ones who've got a couple of thousand followers are the ones. But when you're abroad, it's I definitely think it's a lot easier to meet people because everyone's in the same environment. I need there to have a good time, there to chat and kind of mingle obviously COVID, but yeah, it's more difficult when you're back home because not everyone's out to have a good time. Not everyone wants to go out and mingle and blah, 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 blah. And the fun police comes out when you're in England, I feel like. But yeah, so I've rambled on quite a lot about that. So hopefully you can give me some advice and then hopefully you can take some advice from me, what I said, of my experience of me messaging, me being messaged by people. If you wanted to by any chance catch my attention, that's how you do it. So, yeah, I hope, I hope you liked the video if you haven't watched it already. There's lots more to come, which is exciting. I think there should be another video posted by now um, in the Croatia one. So stay tuned. Make sure you watch that and lots and lots of fun. So when I'm recording this, anyway, I send out a weekly email currently trying to, like, help inspire people, give people life updates, um, just what I'm up to, all that kind of fun stuff. And it seems to get a good response. People seem to really, really enjoy it, which is crazy. I've been doing it since... The start of the year, I think it is. So I've got a good amount of people in there. The video I sent out last was just about me launching my YouTube channel. The one before I'm going to talk about uh, today is like stop caring about what people think. Because I feel like, especially these days, people like social goes back to social media, isn't it? So much, but people these days care too much about what people think of them. Like people won't post things on Instagram or on social media because they think. X, Y, and Z will give them hate or they'll bitch about them, whatever. Whereas really, 
they don't they don't like they don't think about it for more than like 10 seconds forget about it move on because i think you need to get in your head that like it's impossible to please everyone like what's that famous phrase my mum always used to tell me you can't please everyone all of the time you can please some of the people all the time all of the people some of the time something like that i hope i've quoted that right just do whatever you want to do whatever what like whatever makes you happy just do that because if you try and please everyone else do what you think everyone else wants you to do you're just gonna be miserable who's that gonna be beneficial for beneficial for absolutely nobody so make sure your number one priority is pleasing yourself because i mean i, I bet if you ever think now what you, what your current hobbies or what do you spend most of your time doing i bet some of them is because your friend or your family member wants to do it um, and they think they want you to like it or whatever so honesty is the best policy isn't it if you don't like, want to do something or like something just tell them straight and it may be hurtful in the short term but in the long term it's going to be a lot make your life a lot easier um, moving forward because it's just causing unnecessary stress like for you because you're basically letting other people control you <laughs> not like because you're not like technically because they're not being say controlling per se but you're letting what you think they want you to do control your actions so just remember you've only got one life so make it a good one and what i want you to think of is like people will judge you no matter what you do like throughout my life people have judged me people still judge me and it's just like don't lose sleep over it because if you think yourself how often do you think of x person properly say say for example that's a bad example but if you think right you see someone do something on social media and you think oh bloody hell why have they posted that say like i don't know blow the skin out if you're a girl or topless picture if you're a boy or whatever you think oh why have they posted that and you'll maybe be on that for about 10 seconds and you flick on and then how often do you think of that picture i'll post again probably never so you'll get judged no matter what but you're not everyone else's top priority and thinking they're not going to be thinking about you all day and all night because they've got more important things to do so just remember concentrate on yourself and make yourself happy because if you don't you're just going to sabotage yourself like your plans your progress what you want to do what you want to achieve in life so you need to make yourself number one priority that famous song is it by mcfly it too it's all about you baby don't know why i just sang on the podcast but yeah let's not make that a normal thing a regular thing but yeah i just want you to ask so basically this is what's in the email as well i want you to ask yourself these questions are you happy in life are you happy with your achievements are you becoming a better and stronger person and if you've answered yes to all these questions then nothing else should matter so just bear that in mind moving forward because like so many people do things to please other people and it's not beneficial for anyone involved so i know i've banged on it about enough but please stop caring about what people think <laughs> so now we have covered the email what i want to do is because probably most of you listening will follow me on tiktok or will know me from tiktok so i'm going to go through some tiktoks and then we can talk about them and my reason for posting them, etc. and how relatable they are. And yeah, so what I'll do is I'll go through the ones that have got like over 100,000 views because they're obviously the most popular ones. 
and then go through them. So this one here, four signs that you're meant to be together forever. So the four signs I said from always say good morning and good night to each other. Number two, you're overprotective of one another. Three, you always support each other no matter what. And actually what I did is there. <laughs> I actually forgot to put forth. So there's the three there. So the first one is always say good morning and good night to each other. I feel like you should always do that because you obviously the first thing you're the first thing you think of. No. They're the first person you think of when you wake up. Or they're or you're their first person they think of when you wake up. Does that make sense? And then you're the you're their last thing they think of before they go to bed. And they're the last thing you think of before they go to bed. So that's quite cute. Let me know if you agree with that, but I definitely think that's that's true. So the second one that I said why you're meant to be together, you're overprotective of one another. So this is a, this is a, oh, it's a bit of a controversial one, to be fair. So you obviously want to be protective of your other half, partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you want to call them. But you don't want to be too protective. Like, obviously, if, I don't know, if someone's slagging them off, you want to defend them. But you want to be like, if someone's just talking to them, you want to just like barge in and make a scene out of things. Because obviously you've got feelings there, haven't you? Like true love and feelings and all that kind of jazz. But you don't want to kind of over intrude because these days you are allowed friends of the opposite sex. Like that's allowed, isn't it? Like obviously you're not going to have sex with them and all that kind of stuff. But like you're allowed to talk to the person of the opposite sex. And if, if you're not letting your partner do that or your partner's not letting you do that, then you need to end it ASAP Rocky and run away, throw away the key, that kind of stuff. Because like what kind of relationship is that? You can't grow old and never talk to someone of the opposite sex because your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, won't let you. So, yeah. Imagine if you go to work, right? You're not allowed to talk to, say, if I went to work and my girlfriend slash wife said, oh, you're not allowed to talk to any girls. That would be awkward for everyone involved. So, yeah, you're going to be overprotective. Yes, but don't cross the line. There's a line there. Just don't cross it, please. Otherwise, that's weird. And the final one. You always support each other no matter the situation. Yes, 100%. So right, wrong, indifferent. You've always got to support your partner. I feel like this is difficult as well. Say like if your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, and then it's like one of your friends, it's like, oh, you side of your pick, you know what I mean? Because it's like bros before hoes and what is it? Chicks before dicks and all that kind of thing. But is it worth it for the aggro from your partner? Oh, this is a sticky one. But... No matter what, through fear coffin, you got to support them because they're the one you've chose to be with for the short term, foreseeable, or the long term, or forever, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, always support each other, no matter what. That's a very, very important one. So, let me know if you agree, what you think of it, because this was quite a popular one. Like, is it, do I sound like a dick if I say, like, how many views and likes it got, or, or what? 30,000 likes, over 200 comments, five, over 500,000 views. So, that was quite a good one. Next one is three things I think are disrespectful in a relationship. Here we go. So the first one is following and messaging random people, 100%. I think like, the thing is, like I mentioned on the last one, you're allowed friends the opposite sex. That's absolutely fine. If you were like friends before, you can still message back and forth. That's cool. But if you're starting to follow like random people, like attainable because you're allowed to follow celebrities you're all allowed celebrity crushes aren't you but if you're following like attainable local t- 
targets. Should we say targets? Maybe. Then it's just a bit weird, isn't it? And he's messaging them. Like, what's the point? What, what's, what's, your, what's your motive to message them? Like, say for me, right, if I had a girlfriend, imagine, and then I started following random people, or random girls, and started messaging being like, hi, nice pic. It's like, it's weird, isn't it? So, <laughs> I definitely think that's disrespectful. And <laughs> if you get caught, you'll probably get finished, so don't don't risk it, don't risk it. So yeah, that's the first one. Here's the second one. This is this is this is an interesting one. This is a very interesting one. Number two is liking people's topless slash bikini photos. Ooh, <laughs> what do we think of this one? <laughs> do you agree or disagree? I think it's it's one of them, isn't it? Like, if it's if it's like if it's like a friend, like maybe like one of your friend's girlfriends for like moral support, then yeah, it's fine. But like you say, if it's a randomer and you're liking that topless pic or that bikini pic and then your name comes up on that thingy on Instagram, isn't it? Like the, is it like your closest friend? So like say if I on Instagram, is it like my closest friend or best friend on Instagram? The top one comes up as a like. So imagine if, see like you liked a boy's topless picture and then your boyfriend saw your name at the top of it. He would be absolutely fuming. But I think it goes back to the the last point where if it's a celebrity, everyone's allowed celebrity crushes, aren't you? But if it's like an attainable target in the local demographic area, then disrespectful as fuck. All right, number three. And being friends with people you've done things with. So what do we think of this one? Right, well, I think it's one of them, like how recently were you doing things with them and like what things and like what kind of relationship status were you with them because if if like say i'm like 25 now and if i'm like friends with someone that i was 12 and i like i don't know had a kiss to school with or like i don't know kiss pencils and passed under the table at primary school and that's fine isn't it but if it's like someone you were seeing last week and you're still friends with them and you got a new girlfriend but then why have you got a friend a week after when you've seen someone that's another <laughs> debatable topic then yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a funny one i think like you need to give it time you need to give it space you need to get dif- distance i think communication is key as well with this one like maybe maybe you broke things off with them it's like i know mutually you said oh we'd be better off being friends than like pursuing things but you would only like i don't know had sex or whatever and then yeah uh, it's sticky that communication i think for this one is key as long as you tell your partner like who it is what you've done and you can kind of keep them at arm's length, then that, sh- that should be fine. But if you're keeping it on the down low and behind the back, then that's disrespectful as fuck. So yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on that. So oh, that that one did all right. That's like twelve thousand likes and two hundred thousand views. So we'll do one more. Here we go. So okay, I should do that one. Oh yeah, might as well. So this one's quite a funny one. So fake love is I love you, you are life, you are my world. And then true love is block, unblock, block, unblock. So this one always gets good comments. A few of the top comments are, no, it's usually like this in toxic relationships when where other one is manipulating another. No, that is toxic. True love is simple and pure. Someone said, so you're saying I still have a chance? Someone said, it's toxic, but it's still love. Love doesn't automatically mean good or perfect. If it ain't got problems, it ain't real. 
True love seems like toxic love. Oops, didn't know it was real love, so I gotta wait for him to unblock me. <laughs> LMFAO, as I'm blocked on everything except text now. So, yeah, what do you think of this one? Because I know that quite a few people, like when they split up, well, when I split up with my last girlfriend, I blocked her on everything apart from text, I like phone, because I was like, oh, if there's ever an emergency, need to get in contact, then I'll keep that. But social media and stuff, block, because it's just easier, like, Personally, I don't want to see what they're up to because it's still, like feelings and stuff there at the time. So like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Whereas if you're doing block and block, block and block, I don't think I've ever really done that personally. Maybe I haven't been in true love then. So a lot of people do it and then they end up like emailing the other person, which I find really, really funny. So imagine like you block <laughs> your significant other on everything they end up emailing you back and forth. But fake love, I feel like these days on social media, people are just OTT. And we'll just be like, I love you, you are my life, you are my world, but really behind closed doors, it's absolute recipe for disaster and they end up splitting up next week. So let me know what you think, if you agree with that TikTok or not, because yeah, that got 30,000 likes and nearly 300 comments and 200,000 views. So yeah, I think we're going to like wrap it up there potentially. Let me know what you think of this podcast, if you like this kind of style of me just like talking about what I post on YouTube, like what I've kind of been up to in the last week or so, going through like my recent email then going through TikToks and stuff. I feel like it's got a decent enough flow and hopefully you like it. And then it's more like relatable relationship kind of stuff and travel stuff. And yeah, hope you enjoyed. I don't know what I'm going to call this. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify if you listen to it. Um, and then I'll hopefully see you or hear you or listen, whatever you want to say next week. Bye, 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 bye.